You're listening to Living Free and Fulfilled. I'm Katie Bach, your host, a Gemini, yogi, intuitive spiritual guide who believes in the magic and the power, the wisdom that lives inside of you. And that's what this podcast is all about. I am on a mission to empower you to create a life that feels good for you, a life where you can live it your way. Tune in each week to hear from me, to meet new people as they are interviewed, as we share together tips, tools, practices, experiences that have guided us to create a life that feels good so that we can support you on your journey to live a life aligned with your soul as you plug back into yourself rediscover your power, your inner wisdom, and the magic that truly flows throughout you. Are you ready to live free and fulfilled? A new episode starts now. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. I am here with our favorite astrologer, Rini York. Welcome, Rini. Thank you so much for having me. And today we are jumping into Sagittarius, Sagittarius season guidance. We're going to talk all about what Sagittarius is about, how you can connect to it. And I'm super excited because I am a Sagittarius rising. So it is part of my astrology chart and I'm super excited to learn about this. And as always, I just love chatting with Rini. So excited to be here with Rini. Um, Rini, can you tell us about Sagittarius? Yeah. So Sagittarius... Um, is the ninth sign in the cycle, and it is the first of the transpersonal signs. So um, we were in the personal signs, and then we just finished with Scorpio in the interpersonal signs about relationships, and then now we are in the stage, in the final stage of the signs, and they are transpersonal. So they are really connecting to something greater than just ourselves and our relationships, it's beyond that. So um, Sagittarius is such a fun sign. I'm so excited to talk about it today. Me too. And like, it's the ninth sign, right? Yep. And it's also, you know, I love Sagittarius because it's so much about, there's so much fun in it. There's so much about abundance. Um, there's, it's about travel and adventure. Um, it's really about expanding our mind, um, expanding our lives and our the way we see the world. So um, if you've ever traveled, especially like out of the country, you know how much that can just change your perspective to see the world through someone else's eyes. It's so funny you said that because it just totally resonates with me. That's what I say all the time. I want to travel because I want to see how other cultures live. Yes. Well, you I, are a Sagittarius rising. I know. I know. But it just so resonates. It makes so much sense. And like, um, I think it's cool too how you, it, this brings in expansion. Like you said, just last season, we were in Scorpio and we were talking about transformation and really diving into the depths. And then I just think it's so cool how this really flows into that space of expansion, right? We're now expanding into this transformation, into this rebirth, into this space and kind of almost adventuring in this new world, this new space of who we are at this time. Yes. And another aspect of Sagittarius is to um, really believe in yourself. And so to believe 
fully and have faith in that expanded part of you, in that abundant part of you. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. And it so aligns too with this space of continuing on with with manifestation. We've yes. done all these, we've done all these things. We're expanding in this transformation, but also believing, believing in yourself and your ability and your power to co-create this manifestation, your belief in the abundance around you and your wisdom in all of these things just so amazingly flows together. Yes. I, and I love that. This is, this is definitely one of the signs um, when I am looking at abundant, you know, people come for readings and that's one of the things they want to find out <laughs> is about abundance and how they can manifest. And Sagittarius is one of them um, because it is so much about um, expanding your worldview, expanding your perspective, not just of the world, but of who you are to really get that understanding um, of who you are. And we get that by having more experiences and really learning and growing through experience. And that's what leads to wisdom. Absolutely. I love that. And also on the notes over here, Rini has listed resilience, which I believe, like my personal belief is that we build resilience as we build knowledge about ourselves, as we expand our mind, as we open up to go into these spaces to learn and to gain this knowledge and wisdom. Yes. And I love too about resilience that um, it's never too late, right? It's like you can always, um, you can always build that. And just like you can always build experience and wisdom and abundance, you can always expand from where you're at right now. I love that. I, I, I am just so loving every time we do, we record these episodes, how these things really just piece by piece, piece together and, and come together. And, you know, like manifestation is such a cool and magical thing that we have this ability to do, right? We have the ability to co-create our reality, to, you know, co-create abundance and to bring these things into our life. And we can get tripped up in so many different places And one of those places is a lack of belief in yourself and that it's possible, a lack of understanding because you're not in the space of expanding the mind and and that resilience. Like sometimes we co-create and we bring that manifestation to life and then we don't have the resilience or the belief in ourselves to hold it and maintain it. And so this is like that space where we're not only expanding in our beliefs, but expanding in the space to be able to hold and keep that manifestation. Exactly. And it's like, you know, it's also about the faith to keep going, right? When, when you have hit that bump in the road and, and I think of, I think of all these stories when, um, you know, I was lucky that my family would take us traveling as a kid. And we have so many hilarious stories of like getting stuck in public transportation and all these things. But that's when you are able to put yourself out there and go beyond your comfort zone to do something new, you will hit challenges. It's not about not hitting the challenges. It's just about how you recover from them and keep going. And to me, that's such a crucial part of the manifestation process. Absolutely. And it's almost like as you're talking, what was kind of coming through for me was that 
in Scorpio, it's almost like we learn how to create the space for ourselves to be in those emotional depths, to like become the observer, right? To be the observer so that when we get into this Sagittarius space, we can be in that resilience, right? We can be in that space of expanding and understanding and wisdom because we've already learned how to be the observer in those moments. So instead of reacting, we're choosing how to respond. Exactly. Yes. I love that. And two, I think of that, um, you know, when you go to the depths and the, you know, the depths of the ocean is dark and all of that. Right. And so you've gone to that place, but it's like when you've gone to that dark place and then the sun comes out, it's like, oh my gosh, it feels so good. Right. And it's like that, it's that transition to to the, oh my gosh, it feels so good. You know, Sagittarius is optimism, you know, and it's like, it's all of that expansion that feels really good, you know, and, and the teacher aspect of Sagittarius of like, it feels so good. I want to teach you. I want to show you how good it can be. Absolutely. And we're coming back around to this fire element, right? We were in water with Scorpio, and now we're in fire. So it's kind of like this um, you know, like Aries was when we first planted the seed, it was like the spark, right? And now we're in this fire again where we're sparking up again. Yeah. And it's this mutable fire. So like you said, with Aries, that's like the spark that, you know, ignites the flame and, um, Leo is fixed fire. It's like, um, you could think of the sun or, you know, if you think of a fire, you know, if you keep stoking a fire and keep it to keep it fixed. Now, Sagittarius is mutable fire because if you think of like, even if you're traveling for, from place to place to place, right, you don't want to keep the fire going. You just want it when you need it. You want to have the um, the energy when you need it, um, but you, you don't want it. You don't need to just uh, sustain it. You just want to use it and tap in when it's going to serve you the most. I love that. And it's, it's really cool that this is kind of where mutable fire comes in, right? Because we're at this space where we've spent the last eight seasons, you know, figuring out who we are and, and how can we maintain this fire? How can we use this fire? How can we use these elements to our advantage? And then this is where mutable, mutable fire comes in where we're kind of expanding in wisdom and understanding and in resilience, where like we are now in this space of the ability to kind of let the fire dim out and then re-spark it whenever we need to, because we're in this space of resilience, of understanding, of wisdom, of expansion, and like an open mind, kind of like um, the philosopher, right? Which is part of Sagittarius. We can be in that space of philosophy where it's like endless opportunity or possibilities and just kind of like sparking that fire in any space that we're in to open up in that expansion. Exactly. That was so, so perfectly said. And as you were talking, I was having these visions. Uh, my family, we, one of our favorite shows is Avatar The Last Airbender, um, especially when our kids were younger. But, you know, for a while in our house, everything came back down to Airbender. But I think of like the firebenders and how like there's that journey they go through where in the beginning it's like all, you know, it maybe comes from anger or, you know, 
And then as they wisen up and they're like, oh, then they get this different connection. And another aspect of Sagittarius is really this deeper connection with spirit, this divine connection. And when we can have that fire from that place, like you said, it has it incorporates the wisdom and the understanding to continue that expansion. I love this energy we're talking about. I love how all this comes together. And I know I say that all the time, listener, you're probably like, she says that all the time. I know, I know, I know, but it's just so cool. I just am like, you know, it's so, my mind is expanding as we record these, right? Like this expansion and these connections, right? Like these divine connections are piecing together, you know, and listener, if this is the first astrology episode you're listening to, I encourage you to go back and listen from Aries on, even though we're, you know, we're in Sagittarius season, listen to all of them because they really piece together so well. And it's really an expansion in understanding and wisdom to, you know, how these signs work together and even understanding yourself. Completely. And one of the things that I so love about astrology is that they talk about cycles and we are always in some stage of the cycle. And yes, even though you know, the sun is in Sagittarius, that doesn't mean that parts of us aren't in a different part of the cycle. Like maybe, maybe the sun is in Sagittarius, but maybe you are releasing and healing and transforming, or maybe you are on the beginning of this new endeavor. And that's like Aries energy and, and they all relate. Um, and that's the thing with astrology is, well, we're just following the sun, but really all these other signs or planets and stars are in all these other signs. So um, cycles overlap in our lives. Like sometimes um, I talk about the seasons, like sometimes I'm in a summer season and um, it's not summer out, or sometimes I'm in my winter season and we're in the middle of the summer, <laughs> you know, it's like, it, it it's so useful to be able to see those cycles in ourselves and in our lives. And it's really, I'm really glad you mentioned that because I can see just as we've done these and I've learned so much more about Gemini, which is my sun sign, Scorpio, which is my moon sign and Sagittarius, my rising, just learning about what energy these signs are. I can see how I cycle through these three things all the time. I cycle through the space of just being outgoing and totally with the flow and communication into these like deep, dark depth places of like transformation and like exploration and that expansion, like, like all these things that just kind of go, I can, I can see my own personal cycles, um, unfolding throughout the year, not just when we're in those seasons. So I would say Sagittarius is a time to expand your mind, right? To expand your resilience, to expand your wisdom, your understanding. This is a great time for you, listener, to explore your own cycles, to expand your understanding, kind of adventure through, you know, when is it time to spark that fire? When is it time to kind of let it dim a little bit? Because it's more time like to go in those depths of the water or to just go with the flow, or is it time for the air to blow in and and let things go away? Or is it time to get grounded, right? Like your own cycles and expand your understanding, learn through your experiences. Exactly. And I would add 
the thing I would add to that is my challenge to you for Sagittarius is to fully believe in yourself and your dreams. I love that. And if you like, if you took a month to just commit to believing to yourself in your dreams and, and then open your mind, like what could happen? I love that. That is the action step for this episode, listener, to fully believe in your dreams and in yourself. And like, when you step into that space, what could happen? And I'm asking you to post on Instagram, Facebook, post on your social media, tag Rini and I, expressing your dream, sharing your dream and your belief in yourself. Like, I believe I'll make my dreams come true, you know, in whatever way feels best for you, but put it out there in the world and take that step to believe in yourself. I love that. So how can the listener connect to Sagittarius, the energy of Sagittarius, the mutable fire? Yeah. So um, for me, the most convenient fire to connect to is a candle (laughs) for fire. So um, I think having a candle on your altar and knowing when you need to light it, like you don't need to light it every day, but maybe there are some days that you do. Um, I would, you know, this is a great time to do mindset work of really opening up your mind and really changing how, um, how you see the world, you know, like change things up, go somewhere, travel somewhere, you know, and it doesn't have to be, you don't have to take like a really expensive trip. Like it might be taking a different route. Like it might just be taking a different road or, you know, walking your dog the other way. Like, I mean, it doesn't have to be a lot to be able to change just your daily routines and do something new. But little adventures can you take? Yes, exactly. That sounds exciting for me. I know that's not exciting for everyone, um, <laughs> but little adventures sound exciting to me. Um, Rini, how can listener kind of, you know, you had mentioned that Sagittarius has this divine connection aspect. How can, you know, we kind of connect in with this divine connection? How can we kind of embrace that part of Sagittarius? Yeah. So I would say, um, you know, and this kind of stems from the Scorpio energy we were in of like trusting your intuition, believing, um, Sagittarius is about faith. And so, I think it's really about strengthening your faith. There's, I think a lot of people these days, what I see in here is that they feel a disconnect, but the reality is nothing really can disconnect you. It's just a feeling like that's just an illusion. And so bringing that faith back, just that you're connected and being open to the connection is really powerful of just allowing yourself to have faith that you are connected to spirit and it doesn't have to look a certain way like it doesn't have to be any way other than what feels good i love that last part of what you said it doesn't have to look any certain way it just doesn't ha- it doesn't have to feel any certain way it doesn't have to be any certain way it's like trust that you're you're connected and that you're receiving those, uh, th- that wisdom, that guidance, that connection. Like I always say, sometimes that 
that wisdom coming from, you know, divine source, that inspiration coming from source, it doesn't always show up like rainbows and cupcakes, like what we ideally envision or think it will be. Sometimes it shows up in your sadness. Sometimes it shows up in things crumbling. But that's when you got to step into that space of expanding your mind and going on the adventure through it, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I think that um, when you start to open your mind to what that support and connection looks like, that's when you see it, right? Most of the time it's there, we just miss it. So whether it's seeing a feather or angel numbers or, you know, seeing different, I see a lot of animals. Um, So just different things, looking for patterns. I look for anything that repeats. That's what I look for. Any sign that repeats itself is a sign. (laughs) So however crazy it can be. (laughs) Yeah. And I, well, and I read, I read something, uh, I read it a while ago. It was a note that I had as I was writing a chapter for uh, my intuition book that hopefully will be out soon. We'll see. Um, And it was saying, we ask for guidance. Like, you know, we ask for guidance. We want that connection, but we only want it to look and be a certain way because sometimes what comes through is not what you think it is, or it doesn't show up how you want it to, or how you expected it to. And it's our attachment to that, that blocks us from seeing it and feeling it. And like, I see animals all the time. I see spiders and I'm like, I see you, please leave me alone. I will, I will find the message later, but just please go. And um, that kind of stuff, like it happens when I'm driving in my car all the time and it's like right in front of my face. And I'm like, I know you're a little guy. If you were like trying to fly onto my, my arm, my shoulder, that'd be one thing, but you're trying to literally fly in my mouth. I see you leave me alone, you know, like, um, but the point is messages like that, they come through if it's numbers, like Rini said, the repetition, and you can also, you can also request an additional sign or an additional piece, you know, of guidance. You see, maybe you see a spider, maybe you see me when you're like, can you show me something? So I know that was for me, or can you show me something to solidify the message? You can ask for that. Yes, definitely. Yeah. You can ask for whatever it is that you need. Um, I used to, for the longest, I would be like, can you speak clearly? (laughs) Can you make it so loud that I can't miss it? And now it's so funny because now my guides are, they'll still do that. I'm like, okay, I don't actually need it to be that loud anymore. <laughs> they'll like throw things at me and I'm like, okay, no, I'm good now. <laughs> so, That's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah. So the point is that divine connection is there. It's just about opening up, expanding your mind into it. You know, all the the potential, just being open to the potential of how it will show up. So, so grateful to have you here today, Rini, to learn about Sagittarius, to step into this space. I feel like we are all, you and I and listeners together, expanding with this astrology guidance that we've been doing for the last nine seasons now. And um, just so grateful to have you here. So thank you for being here, Rini. Yeah, it's been such an amazing journey. So I am just loving it. And listener, thank you for being here with us. We are always grateful to have you here with us. We would love to get your feedback, drop a review, let us know how you're feeling about the podcast. Send us a message if there's something you really want to hear about, learn about. We'd love to hear from you. And 
hit that subscribe button. If you have not yet, make sure you don't miss any episodes. We will meet you back here next month for Capricorn. Uh, yeah. Capricorn, then Aquarius. Awesome. And then Pisces. And then we're back around. And to we're Aries. back around. <laughs> right. So, all right. Lots of love and gratitude. We will, we will not see you, uh, but uh, we'll be back here soon. Bye.